Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training. And right now, I am joined with a phenomenal young athlete, Logan St. John Clutter. She is a 10th grade runner at Mount Lebanon High School. And when I say phenomenal, I mean that in like all of the letters of that word in its fullness. Um, as a freshman, she was able to go to the state track meet and just this past year go out place fourth, right? Yeah. Place fourth in the ninth, ninth in the 3,200. That's two miles people. She plays ninth in there, 16th in the, um, 1600. And we're talking about, you know, the whole state of Pennsylvania, right? At like 1415 went out and put down 1057 at states and 513 at states. And that's just wild. So welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you feeling today? Good. How are you? Oh, I am groovy. I'm groovy. Now you just came back from practice. Like, you know, how's this training been so far, given how cold it is and what the weather's like? Oh, it was nice today. Yeah, the weather is a little bit of a setback because, you know, you can't really get on the track as much and you have to find new ways, other ways to do speed work and stuff. But we're just kind of trying to train through it and like just try our best to stay in shape through the cold weather. Nice, nice. Now, you're one of those like every now and again runners that we meet. Um, I've, you know, been able to have the privilege to watch you run since you were like in middle school, just at USATF track meets. And, you know, seeing what you've been able to do in uh, high school so far, like, give us a quick rundown of some of your favorite accomplishments recently, or just overall. Um, for me, I think everything started to come together this past cross country season. Um, I started out and like throughout the season, I just kept on progressing and pretty early on, I broke 18 minutes in 5k, which was just crazy. And that was at the red, white and blue at white oak and then the season went on and then i finished second at whippeals and then i finished second at states and that was just crazy and i was so excited and i just knew i wanted to keep trying to progress and keep moving up that's dope and see i saved that part so you could say that second at states is a freshman that's that's wow like how did that feel it was crazy just to know that i have two more years that i'm going to be continuing to run and I just, there's so much more that can come. And obviously the state champ was a senior. So that kind of leaves the spot open for next year. So we'll try to go and possibly get that. Nice. Now, as you ran that race, like, you know, take me through that. Take us all through that race real quick about, you know, from lining up to the gun to realizing, oh my gosh, I'm in second place to like crossing the finish line. Um, yeah, the gun went off and I, we went out super fast. It was actually my fastest first mile of the season. We went out in like 520, I think, which was crazy. And I looked at my watch as it said that. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this, was did I just make a mistake here? Like, was this not a smart move? And then I just tried to hang with the girls and then it broke off between me and Claire Zuby of Owen J. Roberts. And it was just us the rest of the way and just Maya Cochran up a little bit ahead and so yeah it was crazy just being up there and then the last um 1k of the race um I 
we were going back and forth and I honestly had no idea if I was getting second or third and then I just pulled away from her on the last hill and I just had so much adrenaline and then I just finished um, second. It was amazing. That, that's amazing. What did you run that day? Um, I ran 18.21. I mean, that's a tough course from what I understand. Like, I mean, I've watched people run it, but I hear all the stories about how hard that course is. Yeah, it's very tough. But I honestly, I, I do very well on it because I'm pretty good with hills. So Very nice. All right. And then you just like put down like several school records in what, a week? Yeah. Like two in the same day? You know, yeah. what just happened? Um, I don't know. It's honestly kind of crazy, but... It was like in nine days, um, the past weekend before this weekend, I went to Edinburgh and I just raced the 3K and um, I ran 9.58, which was crazy because that was a school record. And um, apparently that was the, I'm the second girl to ever be under 10 minutes at Edinburgh. So that was really cool. And then, um, the next week, this past weekend, I went to the Spire Scholastic Showcase, and I raced against some really talented girls, and I finished third in both races and came out with a 4.50 and a uh, 10.41. And that's, a and those are both school records for? Yes. That's amazing. That's indoors. We didn't even get outside yet where it's warm and not yeah. super tight turns. Yeah. Okay, that's that's amazing. So let's let's take it back, right? To back in the day, although you know, you're pretty young. So back in the day is really not that long ago. But let's go back in the day when you got into running. Like, how did you decide how did how did you get into like competitively running or even deciding like to run for fun? Um, I got into it because both of my parents ran in college at Penn State. And so they they just kind of talked about it and I just wanted to try it out. And so I joined Pacer Track Club in fifth grade, like the start of that school year. So just the cross country season. And I just um, went to practice and I just wanted to keep going. And eventually I realized that I like, had, there was like something special there and I just wanted to keep getting better. Nice. Did you run a lot before joining that team? No, I didn't. I just started with them and I just started from there. So no like random trail runs with mom or dad leading up to that? I think like, I think I ran like one race for that or something like for fun, like a road race. But other than that, no, I wasn't really training until I joined the team. Interesting. Did you know you were fat? Did you all know that you were fast back then? Um, They kind of suspected that they kind of suspected it but I didn't I didn't join that team like already fast I kind of had to I did have to work for it like I wasn't like the best one there when I walked in there was plenty of girls that were better than me and like as I went through the season I just kind of worked my way up and yeah nice yeah I was I was thinking so when I was a kid uh, I got into cross country as my first ever sport. I mean, I had a really bad bout of football in like fifth grade. I'm not going to go there. Uh, it was really bad. Um, but I got into cross country in seventh grade. I had a friend of mine in sixth grade. who's like, you should come and do this, you know, but like, I didn't know about summer training. So I didn't get into it until like September. Well, I, I got into it and I was, I was pretty decent. You know, I wasn't like stellar, but I was decent. But 
when I was a kid, I was always racing kids in the neighborhood. We were always doing like races on the street or like, you know, and stuff like that. So like, I, you know, started to piece together. Oh, I'm like kind of fast here. So I was yeah, wondering like, you know, did you do things like that to, uh, you know, suspect like, oh, you know what? There might be some potential here. Or was it just kind of like, hey, you know, both of us ran at Penn State. You came from us. Pretty good chance you're going to be fast. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty much what it was. Okay, okay. Now, you know, as you started training and competing, what like hooked you in? You know, we have these moments or these lead ups that kind of like hook us into like, you know, this is my thing right now. Like, what got you? Um, It was whenever I would just set a goal on like, who to go with that race, and then I would go with them. And then the next me, I would choose someone better and just try to go with them and then I just kept like every single race I just was able to like push myself and I just realized like I I was good at this and I was going to continue to keep getting better that's what hooked me in nice did that happen just in that first season um yeah by the end of my fifth grade cross-country season I was not the best but for sure but one of the best on that team for girls that's awesome. So as you went through, you know, middle school, coming into high school, you're obviously an elite runner now, but, you know, people don't just wake up, uh, most of us, most people in the world, just don't wake up and are like the best. And also when you are that talented, uh, I feel like there's different challenges. What kind of obstacles did you face over these, you know, few years? What kind of things stuck out to you in your journey that you had to deal with to get where you are now? Um, I've dealt with multiple injuries since I started, like through middle school, I struggled with foot pain, knee pain, you know, like those growing pains and stuff. And then, um, I, in eighth grade, I got like a really bad concussion and that kept me out that whole season and then the pandemic and everything. And that was probably the biggest obstacle I've had to face was like eighth grade track. Cause that was 2020 and that's when everything, like the pandemic and everything happened like then to freshman cross country season was probably the hardest thing for me because I joined, I joined the high school team and I had done so well in um, middle school and everyone was kind of expecting a lot from me. And then I just didn't bring what they thought I was going to. And so I like felt like I let everyone down. And I just, that was like really tough. And I just had to like continue to like get back to where I was after that. I see. I see. So it's eighth grade, boom, spring track, you're getting to the first practices. And then March was it like the 19th shutdown. Like yeah, what we- happened over those ensuing months that like, what, what happened to you, I guess, in your head that caused you to, you know, back off or, or fall off? Um, so I had three days of outdoor track before it was canceled. And then after that, I tried to keep training on my own, but I had like no motivation and I was like growing so much and everything, like my feet were just hurting so bad. And I just like took a break for a while. And then whenever I went back, I lost like a lot of fitness. And then I started the summer training with the team. And um, at the time, like I wasn't, like no one was pushing me. And I just didn't, I thought I had like burnt out and like I wasn't gonna ever be good again. And yeah. So I just had to get back to where I am now. How did you handle those thoughts? You said you thought you'd never be good again. That's like a 
let's go have a little dark alley to go down. Like, how did you emerge from that? Because, you know, that's an alley you go down and some people just stop stuff. Yeah, um, I just honestly never gave up. There was like a few races um, that season where I knew I still had it, but I struggled a lot with nerves too. I probably honestly could have done a little bit better if I didn't have such bad like um, pre-race nerves, but now it's like gotten a lot better. But I just, I kind of like was just telling myself like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna make track better. You're gonna you're gonna put in the work and you're gonna like, get back to where you were. And yeah, that's kind of how that happened. Okay. And so in your training, you know, so summer training was a struggle. Uh, freshman cross country that fall 2020 didn't go so great. What happened that got you like revved up for? Um, what got you prepared to have such a stellar outdoor season? So what happened was my teammate, who was the best girl on our team that um, cross-country season, her name is Caroline Adams. Um, she is very talented as well. Um, she, um, she started having me run with her, and I was struggling to keep up um, for many weeks. And I it was super difficult to try and run with her because she was better than me at the time. And I just kept trying to run with her and we developed a really good friendship and just pushed each other along. And then we had just become so close and trained so hard together that March rolls around and we have a, a scrimmage with our team. And at this point, I, I, I think I um, am not like not good anymore. And I'm like never gonna be fast. And then together we go to this scrimmage and we run a 515 mile together. And we were like in shock because we did not expect it at all. And then that's like when we realized like, okay, this is like, this is like legit, you know? And we nice. just kept working together. Was that like a PR for both of you at the time? Yes. Oh, that's it was, dope. Um, she had, I'd raced in middle school and my PR was 538, but she had never, like hers was like over six minutes. So for us, it was like, whoa, that's crazy. Whoa. That's big. That's big. So you must have been training hard. Uh, you know, what were y'all doing? I, it was for me, the biggest thing from that cross country to that track was our road runs. We used to, there used to be girls and they would just go too slow and it wasn't benefiting us at all because I honestly believe for track, um, faster, um, faster miles, but like less is more beneficial than slower and like longer runs. So instead of doing like eight miles at um, 7.30, I'd rather do like four miles at 6.45. That's kind of how we've done it. And um, so we just um, decreased or we just got, went our road runs faster and that really helped. And I just felt like for the weeks I started training with her, I could tell each week I was getting better and better because it was getting easier and easier to go that pace. Nice. So boom, you go to States, awesome spring freshman campaign, and you figured out a style of training that works for you. How did you continue to evolve that training through, you know, the rest of your, your going through your 10th grade year? Yeah, so I, we switched it up a little bit for cross country because you do have to get in that like more mileage um, for the longer race of a 5k. So um over the summer, I was just, that's when I started training with the boys on my team. 
um, and they like have been so much help to me because there's boys on my team that are like the exact same um, times as me so it's perfect and there's like a lot of them so I can just run with them and it's a lot easier in days where I'm tired they'll just push me along and so I would go to the Montour Trail over the summer and we would do like seven mile long runs and I just like the first ones I was falling off of them and I couldn't stay with them but then I just kept trying and then I started to be able to keep up with them and it was great. That's awesome and you know as you I tell me a little bit about like how many miles you're doing you know how you kind of split up you know really fast days versus not so fast days you know break that down for us kind of going in across country and then also like what you're doing now. Um, so for cross country we would do 30 to 35 miles a week which isn't crazy um and then right now we're doing about 25 miles a week and I think that's what works for me because I don't overdo it and I just think that that's like kind of because we'll do like about like two speed workouts a week whether that's like hills or um track work which we can't really do right now but hopefully soon or just like speed um, on the roads. And yeah, so we'll do that. We'll do like a longer run that week, whether it's like six-ish miles. And then we'll have a lot of easy days too, because I think that's really important. Yeah, very much. I, uh, well, there was actually an earlier episode, one of the first ones we did, which was fast days fast and slow days slow. And, you know, when you have your fast days, you know, let it rip. And when you have easy days, like, you know, let it be easy. Um, now what are you, uh, oh, you, you just talk, what are you doing as far as like the gym? You know, you said you started like lifting weights and you're kind of enjoying that. How did that start? And, you know, how has that progressed for you? Um, I just, we didn't get to do it during cross country because we couldn't get in the weight room at our school, but now we're able to do it. And I, I do it twice a week. It's not like anything serious. I just, we get like, a piece of paper with what we do and like we fill in like the weights that we do or whatever and yeah I just I've been doing it and I, I am definitely very sore the days after that so yeah it's definitely helping me nice now I want to challenge you you don't gotta say it's nothing serious just because you don't go to the gym like five days a week the fact that you do it you know and you have intention behind it oh it's serious you know if you were to go five days a week you wouldn't be very beneficial to you. So, you yeah. know, you get your two days a week, you get your full body and that's serious. You, you track the weights. Like, you know, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty for real, for real. What are, uh, what are your favorite exercises to do in the gym? Um, we do like front squats, um, like lunges with the bar, hip thrusts and stuff like that. So yeah, that's the stuff I like to do. Hold up. You like front squats? yeah ladies and gentlemen if you're listening i just would like i would like all of you to hear especially some of the youth who are going to listen to this and that there's a couple of you that i'm speaking to very particularly and i ain't gonna say y'all's names on the show she likes the front squat which means that she you know the bar being on the collarbones not a problem get with the program oh my gosh, these kids fuss about front squatting. We just we make them do it anyways. Oh, front squats, oh, it hurts. My wrists, my collarbones, ah. Shut up and lift. Uh, 
Um, there's something you said earlier that I would really like you to go into, and it's about your nerves. You know, we can do the mileage right. We can get the fast days. We can get the slow days right. We can get the strength training correct. But that mental piece means so, so much when it comes to performance. What did you do? Because you mentioned that you used to have really bad nerves when you started, but then you, you've gotten out of that, and especially evidenced by the performances you've been putting down the last six months. How did you improve, you know, those race nerves or like, you know, that anxiety that you get before races? What, did, what have you done to work on that? For me, it was building up confidence that and trusting in my training because I would get nervous that I wasn't going to perform how I wanted to and that I just that something was going to happen and I would just be so nervous about it and I'd be freaking out before a race. And as like my times dropped through track and this cross country season, I started to go into races realizing that um, I had nothing to be worried about because I know that I'm, I'm fit and I'm fast and like it's going to go well. And I just had to like believe that I can do it and just be confident. And it's a lot easier said than done, but it truly did change a lot is just having confidence in yourself. Now, you know, you gained the confidence and you said you had to trust your training. What did you tell yourself? What kind of things did you do to learn to better embrace that you are capable um, I like some like meets that I would go to that were not as like, um, like nerve wracking for me. Like if we went to like a dual meet, I wouldn't be as scared. And then there was one where I ran like a 506 um, mile in a dual meet and I wasn't nervous at all. And that's why I ran it. And then I realized like the nerves are a part of the problem. And I just, from then on, I like, I knew that I just needed to work on like repeating to myself that I like. I'm going to race well. You have nothing to be worried about. Trust in your training and trust in your coaches. And yeah. Now for that state meet that you just did for cross country, like what was that? What was that mental routine you did to get ready to race up with, you know, lace up with the fastest kids in the state. And, you know, obviously you, you, you had to push those nerves to decide to run that well. Did, did that creep up on you during that race? And if it did, you know, what did you do to get, to push it away? Um, it definitely did. Right before states, I was having one of my coaches walk me to the line and he's, um, I was telling him, I'm so scared. I was like shaking. I was so nervous because um, even though I had just gotten second at Whippy Oles, I knew that like I really had to perform my very best if I wanted to get second. And um, I was just like telling him, like, I don't know if I can do it. I'm so, I'm so nervous and I don't want to like let anybody down. And then he was just like comforting me and like telling me that I was going to be able to do it. And like all the stuff I say, and it helped me so much. And then it was actually, this is one of the things that really helped right before the race. Um, Maya Cochran gave me a hug and she said that she wanted to see me cross the line right behind her. And that gave me so much confidence that I just like knew that I was going to go and do it. Wow. That's awesome. What did she run in that race? Um, she ran, I know she beat me by 13. Oh, she ran 1808. Okay. Um, now that's really, that's really cool that, you know, that support was there with the coach, even with your competitors. Amazing. So it's now February. It's early February. You have outdoor coming up. We have cross country coming up. What are your aspirations? Let's just stick with outdoor track. What are your aspirations for this coming season? 
Um, I'm trying to think like long term for like, because I know this outdoor season is a lot longer than indoor. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like make my season stretch out very long so that my best performances will come in like June because I would like to go to some like national meets and like perform there with some people so but it's also very interesting because I have some very talented people in my own um, whippeal like just having Maya there like it's crazy because I don't have to go far if I want to race one of the nation's best so I don't always have to like in like when I ever I go to states and indoor that's gonna be crazy because I get to race her and I'm excited um but yeah so I'm trying I don't know exactly what time I want to run in the 1600 but I I definitely want to be sub 450 which sounds crazy saying that I, I never thought I'd be saying that but yeah I definitely want to do that maybe like by the end of um outdoor like 445 nice and you know what are you envisioning for yourself for the state competition like as far as like what races you want to run, how well you want to do? Um, for outdoor, I'd probably be doing the 1600, 3200 double. Um, I think I'd be able to do that. And I don't really know how like it's going to play out, but I'm, you know, I just want to be up there and I want to give it my best and you never know what can happen. So yeah. Okay. And um, for these national meets, do you have meets that you know you want to go to? Um, I'm not exactly sure where I'm racing right now. I'm focusing on um, indoor states, but um, I think I'll be racing at this indoor states. I'll be racing the mile and the DMR with my Mount Lebanon team because okay. our DMR has been actually really successful. We're ranked um, second in the U.S. right now. Wow. So that's another thing, which is I like knowing that my team is like very talented as well. So, yeah. How talented are your teammates? That's, you know, you, so you're a great runner, I, but to get second and have the second in the nation DMR, like, yeah, that means you have some other fast people there. So we are 1200 runner for the, the leadoff. Her name's Caroline. I've been talking about her. Um, she ran, I think it was a 346, which is like 502 pace or something like that. And then she hands it off to our 400 runner. Um, and she runs, I think like a 62. And then our 800 ran like 228. And then in that race, I ran 457. So then that's what gave us a time of 1215. Wow. That's dope. Okay. So you know, we have all this training, all this running, you know, accolades, but like you're also a high school kid. So how do you balance, you know, the pressure of being this all-star runner with like still being, you know, a regular sophomore girl? Yeah, I think it's like all about trying to find that balance because you have to remember you can still be like, you can still do things that you can still have fun. You can still go out with your friends and stuff, but you also have to work hard. And so, yeah, I just have been trying to find like the balance in between that. And I'm still working on that. Yeah. What have you found that has worked well in you getting that balance? Um, Like still being able to like talk to my friends and at night and stuff, but also like knowing that I have to go to bed early. Um, 
like eating well and stuff and yeah just stuff like that okay very nice so as we close out for the episode you know we have some you know really talented uh you know youngsters on here probably some coaches and some parents what kind of advice do you have for you know these athletes who are you know aspiring to be able to get to a, a wonderful place for themselves when it comes to the sport you know get some good accolades get some great prs and you know go far with it what kind of advice do you have for them um i would say like always like listen to your body and if you're young just know that like you have so much ahead of you and just I would say keep your mileage low and don't overdo it while you're young because you're just going to get better and better as you get older and um high school running is super fun and you're going to love it and I would just say like like just keep getting that confidence believe in yourself um and just try to like work on the pre-race nerves and um, yeah, I, like people that start young have a little bit of an advantage because they know how races go before high school. And yeah, so that's my advice. Very, very cool. So Logan, thank you so much. Listeners, hope you got some great stuff out of that. Got some good motivation. Like this is awesome. Um, hey, if anybody wants to, do you post a lot of like running stuff, like on like social media or anything like that? Yeah, my whole Instagram is basically running. Awesome. So, hey, listeners, you want to follow Logan on Instagram, uh, you know, plug yourself in here. It's Logan.StJohn. Awesome. So if you're on the gram, follow her. Hey, while you're at it, follow us. All right. We're, you know, at training underscore well underscore done. You know, I'm Coach Donald. Um, make sure you share this with a teammate. You know, if you're a coach, share this with the kids on your team. Um, if you are a cross country runner or coach, you have probably raced her, um, and given, you know, the performance that she did, you were probably, you know, trying to trace her. Um, so, you know, take some gems out of this, like subscribe, share the episode with a friend, with a teammate, with a kid. Um, thank you so much. Hey, also, you know, we got to get the plug in for the podcast, right? Self-sponsored podcast. So if you, um, want to learn more about what we do at GHP, uh, make sure you go on the website, www.ghperformance.com. We have some ebooks on there. Our head coach, Coach Kyla, has an awesome ebook on sport mindfulness and meditation. Um, you know, getting your mind in the right place to be able to compete and train. We also have an ebook out on the you know exercise that you can add to your training regimen to help you know ward off some of the aches and pains and annoyances that come with putting on those miles and, and putting in that training. So make sure to check that stuff out. And, you know, as always, stay tuned for the show. Thank you so much, Logan. Um, I appreciate you taking some time out in the evening to come on and uh, record with us. Thank you. All right. Y'all people stay well, stay safe. Happy training. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.